Yes, 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 I am opening the door. Yeah, I wanted to sit there and try cracking the uh, smugglers' memory cores. And I got research lab. They'll get me two ticks on it, which means I could probably do one last thing at the end of this mission. Maybe not today, maybe next Sunday, because it's maybe, you know, we may be doing something more long term. That'll set us up for our next adventure. Did did you get a. Did Dirk give you a bunch of ticks that you needed to fulfill? I need three ticks, and I can get two with my move. Do you other two have any downtime scenes or anything that you want to uh, do while he's in his lab uh, working on his project? Well, getting slugged out, obviously, but I don't know if that's... Uh, let me look at the the move. I mean, if he does, that would potentially trigger me having to take a, a downtime move because the only thing that I can see there that may be applicable is confront one of the others about some grievance or disagreement and do the hooks. Do we need additional hooks or are we talking about... No. I'm not sure that I as a, as a player am in the headspace for that. And I'm seriously concerning of self-applying a hook. You know, I'm going to be in the research lab trying to decrypt these things. I'm thinking that, yeah, Jules is going to first stop at the yellow dock and get a bag of stem tabs. He is going to be in there for the entire voyage trying to work on those on those cores. Stem tabs and a bunch of sh- uh, protein shakes just so he doesn't have to leave the lab. Uh, I'm on a ship with Tweaker. So he'll be completely out of it when he comes out of that lab, but he'll have two ticks on the project. Is this a time we that fictionally we should be relaxing or traveling? Yeah, it's either traveling or your downtime between um uh, missions like what would if there's something you want to do in that sort of space then we can set up a scene so I, I wouldn't mind doing a quickie if 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 uh jules is busy in the lab i wouldn't mind doing some downtime like we can the slug thing can be like in the background doesn't have to be its own scene that's just something that happens uh we could certainly have that you know as a description of what's going on be be part of it, but um, I'm thinking maybe spending some time maybe with Rogue, maybe reminiscing or something. I don't know what kind of scene we could play out, but like just brief, uh, in brief, just to maybe have some advantage going forward or something might be interesting. Okay, it doesn't have to be. Like, it doesn't have to be like a, a confrontation, confrontation, or or like a <laughs> like a high drama farscape. Everybody screaming at each other kind of situation. Since you came on Moya, everything's yeah. <laughs> been going wrong. So, where do you want to have the scene then? Is this on the ship traveling, uh, someplace, some planet between the missions, or? You know, I think uh, it would be fun to have like a stopover somewhere, uh, like a fueling station or or a or a commerce uh, uh, platform or something somewhere. You now we've stuffed Mister P away somewhere. Or handed him off. I don't know what we we're supposed to do with him, unless he's part of like building the next thing. Maybe we should play this instead of me talking about it. <laughs> okay. So you're at uh, the sector precinct station or whatever, and you're walking uh, Pitticus 
out of the out of your ship and handing him over to some uh, fellow adjudicators to take him into custody. Perfect. So and maybe uh, that's where like one of your uh, superiors, since you rolled badly. Yep. <laughs> Heard there was a few complications with your your mission there. Your uh, involvement of this uh, civilian contractor may have uh, they may have been compromised, and uh, I don't know that it feels so much like that as it feels like oh the shoot off shootout on the first tee off. There was some collateral, as I remember. It was an unfortunate circumstance. It couldn't be helped. We are, after all, dealing with criminals. You know how it is. Yeah, we really kept violence to a minimum. I got a lot of the entourage away, and nobody got hurt on that side of things. <laughs> and I provided excellent intel on the situation from the ship, and you can't convince me otherwise. I really felt like I played by the book for once. <laughs> We're helping you dig deeper. Just uh, keep their tabs on, on your your crew there, Fairfax. Uh, this trying to take a non-functional ship. Have some better work before you jump into action and plan your your exit strategy better. And that does get a sort of regretful look on my face. Yeah, I maybe mean, this is why I'm not getting as much because uh, I'm like. Fairfax uh, looks to the two of them and he you know, steps forward a little bit and he's like, uh, sir, um, uh, this is clearly uh, an error in leadership. Uh, if anyone's at fault, it must be me. So don't don't punish. Don't punish my... What would I say? It's not companions. It's not inferiors. It's not underlings. Crew, your... Uh, crew, yeah, yeah, my crew, yeah. I don't punish my crew for my failings. My heart grows three sizes this day. <laughs> That's how I'll, I'll note it for a fact. So we'll have another mission for you soon. Stay stay ready. All right, we'll do. All right. So then uh, we gotta we gotta establish. I'm sorry for interrupting, but we gotta establish like some sort of like address, term of address for these people. So I'm not sure I'm I'm like into Sir or Mister. Uh, like it's got to be something like uh, you know how the Jedi always use my master or some dumb shit like that. Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> they are adjudicators. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll think about some immediate like in inter inter rank uh, address, but I think a Your Honor works in 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 the meantime for sure. Like as a catch-all. So I'll say, of course, Your Honor. As you will, Your Honor. So are you like a field adjudicator then? or And he's more like a council adjudicator? or Yeah, I'm sure there are, there are different types. Yeah, there's, some, there's some sort of rank. You know, he's got some bits and bobs on his uh, shoulder or on his chest, and he's got more of them than, than Fairfax does. That's all we know. <laughs> well, anyway, as we're dismissed and going out of there, I kind of make the hand gestures with the two fingers and the eyes is like, yeah, you keep an eye on me. Who's keeping an eye on who? Fairfax, you keep an eye on me. Make sure I don't do anything wrong. And if that's the case, I'll um, grab you by the shoulder. Let's see we go and unwind a bit. Are you, uh, are you going to look into those course, Jules? Yes, but I think while we're here, I might do a little shopping. I mean, we did get paid. Good point. Very well. Still, 
you're welcome down to um, the Quasar anytime you want. I, I just give you that blank look. You have my, my comm code, and I just start walking off. Sure. Right, Rogue. I'm so glad to have that guy off of our hands. It wasn't so bad. Well, yeah, once he got the idea and calmed down, just, I don't know. I'm not entirely happy with myself on that uh, on that run. It's just like, I don't know. I must be getting old, taking things too easy. In what way? I was, mm, I know I probably shouldn't be saying this to an adjudicator, but it's like, I'm not living on the edge, you know. <laughs> I walk out there, I wear a uniform, I, I peddle some snacks, I do the safe thing, I wait till everybody's back is turned before I shoot them. It's like, it's not like the good old days when I'd make a 30 meter, I'd jump a 30 meter span and swing across and be out by the skin of my teeth and everything is fine. Because I was that good, I don't know that I'm still as good as I used to be. Well, I think maybe you should learn to treasure these moments of calm between the storms. I'm sure once the service gets their eyes up uh, about our capabilities, they'll send us on far more dangerous assignments. And then I'll be needing you. Come soon enough. I'll raise a drink to you on that. All right. Excuse me. I'm, I'll be right back. Um, I, I'll pat my crotch and then, you know, walk toward uh, whatever, you know, facilities there are. And like there, there's this whole thing where, you know, I go into the bathroom and I look around and I find a stall and I sit down, and I fish out the slug injection thingy, thingy bob. Like I check that the, the slug is still kicking in there, put it to my neck and go psh, have a little like momentary eye flitter. Uh, put it away, shake myself, go out, you know, wash my face. There's a, there's a, a more of a calm, serene cast to Fairfax's face instead of the like tense determination that's usually on it. It isn't all gone, but it's, it's much more like low, mellow. Uh, and then he walks out again to, um, Rogue. What was it? Karen? Was, was that your name? <laughs> Karen Rogue? Or what was it? Priest. Priest. Rogue Priest? Priest Rogue? What? I think Reese was probably my last name. Okay, Rogue was the first one. Yeah, and Rogue is my moniker. And Karen wasn't even part of it. A possible given name, a possible legal name. So I sit down, I'm like, um, well, Karen, what do you say we take some, some risks here? It may not be the bounding across 30-meter chasms or jumping speeder to speeder, but um, hey, it's something. Is there a move for me to do a read on him, or do I just know that he's been using? You're aware, right? I mean, you're aware that I am using, so you, you're probably aware of the cues, right? Yeah, I think it, you have that hook, so yeah, you know. <sighs> Maybe not have too many, okay? I don't know what... I don't know. I want your heart to still be beating when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> Are you human, by the way? Yes, I'm human. Would you be considered like white or or some or black or Asian or what would be the general visual thing? I have more diversity in my casting, but yeah, I was thinking white. So uh, at that, I'm I'm like I'm uh, Fairfax just chuckles kind of to himself a bit and he elbows you a little uh, jocosely. It's like ha, I'm not a pink softy like you. I'm sure, the in character rogue would have a much quicker 
whip back if sure, sure. any repartee than I've got at the moment. <laughs> Whatever you say, green-blooded hobgoblin. <laughs> yeah, she tries to pass it off, but I think by facial expression, the viewers can see that it's not convinced that this isn't going to be... A bad idea. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Heath Ledger mixing his pills and his alcohol in it. Right. And I think that that's a, well, I'm not the GM. Well, I'm good. I'm, I, think, I think it feels like sane. All right. So do either one of you have any more downtime scenes you wanted to, to do here? I think that's probably... Yeah. I'm not out to do a shopping scene. And yeah. I like my sniper rifle or anything. <laughs> So this just uh, the mechanical part of this. Uh, do we choose heal one stress or have advantage going forward? Or yeah, you may each choose to heal one stress or have advantage. I'll take advantage going forward. Sort of true number. Yeah, have advantage going forward. I had a chance to take stress last time. The, I'm using the move from Big Spender. Hey, Big Spender, to to come back with my uh, with my rover. But then I'll use downtime for the personal project. Me, I basically head back to the ship and yeah. seal myself in a research lab with a bag full of stim, stim tabs and protein shakes until basically we land someplace else or I crack open those those uh, core, memory cores. So which probably means I will be you know coming out half stimmed, half fatigued. While he's uh, in his, um, I think you guys have your your night out, and the next day you get a message that uh, you are to travel to the planet Karn and pick up who was the, formerly the, the first minister of the planet. There's been a, a revolution there, and they want to turn him over to be judged for his crimes as the leader of the planet. And they want to get legitimacy by doing that rather than killing him. They want to bring legitimacy to the, the new regime there. What's this dude's name? It's not Morbius, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's Morbius. Oh, shut up! <laughs> it's a Doctor Who reference. The brain of Morbius took place on Karn. All right. Then, well, I mean, we'll set course for that with the hyperdrive, I guess. Not going to negotiate any terms? Terms? No, no, no. We're working for the man. <laughs> or a man. <laughs> Yeah, no, those, a lot of those contract stuff doesn't work for this sort of setup. Uh, should we do the hyperspace move? The thing I remember about doing this is it can be kind of interfere with the flow of the story sometimes. If you're doing that every time you want to travel or change the scene to another planet, since this is our first time like on the show, maybe we can do it just to... Sure. I mean, there are some options that aren't all that damaging... And I can see some of these things being, you know, things you could put in your pocket for later. Yeah. Uh, who drives? Who pilots? I would, but I'm in the lab right now. You're not going to get me out of the lab. <laughs> Sounds like you, Fairfax. All right. I'll get behind the controls for Lionheart. Okay. So it's it's a regular alien role, right? Mm-hmm. Taking advantage going forward means advantage? Yeah. That's still a miss. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck did you roll? What happens to us? <laughs> you get to choose to. Yeah. First, we're going to go with the uh, Abyss Stairs Back. That can be fun. Let's start with Rogue here. For what does your character crave forgiveness and from whom? I can give you some time while I give out the other questions to the others. 
Fairfax, uh, well, what terrifies your character to the core? And for Jules, in what way is your character's mind and soul vulnerable? You start triggering the, uh, the hyperdrive and jump into to hyperspace and a little shaky and shuddery. And then you kind of settle into the, the cruise and this murmuring that you often hear on the, the ship. You can feel it talking to you inside your brain. And the topics I've uh, questioned you on, those are the things the murmurs are talking to you about. Anyone want to go first or should I jump in? Let you, yeah. What terrifies Fairfax to the core, and I think this comes out in the murmuring, talking in quotation marks to him as he's concentrating and he's making sure the, the plotting is correct and all that, you know, flipping through like the, the planet registry and all that. And there's the this one planet that comes by and it's called uh, Sheol or Sheol, I think, which is some sort of play on uh, Hebrew hell. And it's a slaving planet slaver planet, uh, something like Nalhata or something, right? But it's run by some some people who are maybe we haven't seen or, or dealt with. And there's maybe a flash in Fairfax's mind of being chained in uh, the deep earth, grime and sweat everywhere, being zapped with like motivator sticks to keep mining some precious resin or something out of the unearthed giant insectoid corpse of some alien insectoid corpse that uh, they're they're uh, taking out like uh, resin from or maybe they're they're taking out raw material to make some kind of resin for space material we can see how he even though he's slugged out there's a tremble in his fingers and he has to like he has to sit sit back and he has to close his fist and he has to close his eyes and he has to focus on his breathing uh, to remember that he is free now. Being back without any uh, control over his situation, being put to work as a, as a beast of burden, that terrifies him. The dark and the chains and the motivator stick and the choking decomp- decomposition stink of, uh, of the like insectoid uh, mine. Okay. So while you're having fun thoughts on that, who's that? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll go next. So there I am sitting at the cores, busy, you know, reading through and trying different things to figure out what, what, what one of the thousand different encryption schemes did they use on them. And it just crossed my mind that, you know, there's just so much knowledge and data and information out there that I will never, ever know it. I can never, ever learn everything, but I so much desire to know everything. What makes me vulnerable is ignorance. I know that I don't know everything, and this is what drives me. This is what drives me to sit here and try to learn new things and try to find more information just to know everything. That's the carrot on the stick that will drive me every time. You know, oh, look, something I don't know about. I got to learn it. And, uh... Rogue. The scene is Rogue is kind of on this uh, dark landing platform, and there's uh, an air car nearby to make her escape. And she's looking over at at this building. I'm not sure exactly what the function of the building is right at the moment, but she knows that she is supposed to set off the explosions that are going to destroy this building. It's going to cause, it's going to kill a lot of people. And 
Um, it's going to destabilize this planet so that the regime, the Bureau, can come in and assume control. Off in the other direction is the, you know, the safe house or the Bureau's station in the city that I'm working out of. In one hand, I've got the detonator, and in the other hand, I've got uh, a memento. You know, I'm not supposed to have, like, my old cell phone, you might say, with the pictures of my old family on it. Especially my, uh, let's just go with the twin sister. It's got the contact information for my twin sister on it. And I drop the phone and smash it up, shoot it with my blaster pistol, destroy it. But I know that that is not going to stop the trouble that's going to come down next. And I activate the detonator. Explosions go off in the bureau office, killing my fellow agents. And I get in my air car and go away. Having made my final betrayal of my former masters and knowing that repercussions are going to come down on the family that I had supposedly disavowed long before. So I crave forgiveness from my twin sister for what I know that this has done to her. All right. Then uh, as we're all deep in your, your thoughts for a while there, you get the shudder as you come back out of hyperspace over the planet. Anything else happens? Because you got to choose two. Right, I did get to choose another one. Uh, there's a wrenching shudder through the, the ship as you come out, and you see a, a piece goes spinning off. Ah, Drac! One damage. So superficial damage. I'll come walking out, eyes ringed, going, well, I've made progress on that on those modules, but yeah, we have <laughs> work to do. So uh, I'll I'll give you a rundown on the system, Karn. I'm going to do a share experience move. Yeah, that allows me to give him a, an advantage if I succeed. I'll be on the history of the planet politics and stuff like that. That's fascinating. I, I I'm just trying to figure out the extent of damage. I I did. I kind of nodded off the controls. Sorry. Uh, let me look, do a quick assessment, and say, ah, we just got an unraveled trilithium uh, conduit. So don't worry, it's nothing nothing hard to fix. All right, well, you, you do the rerouting, and I'll take a look at this material. Oh, no, you, no, 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 no. I, I sit, sit down, and I bring up the, the, the holo screen. I have a presentation. Oh. And I start waxing uh, about, uh, so I'm doing a share move because of my uh, expertise. As an academic, I get actually to uh, give folks an advantage if I make a good roll. But I'm at a disadvantage because I'm dead tired. Oh, partial success. What does that do for us? Ask one question. It'll give you an interesting answer, but it's up to you to make it useful. Well, the only question I can think of right now is, is, are there anyone on the planet who want Morbius back in power? Yeah, from what research you've been able to put together on this, the current regime has not completely eliminated all the all loyalists, so there are still some uh, resistant cells on the planet. There we go. And you get an advantage. Would it be situational advantage that... It'll have to be something related to what you share expertise on. You share expertise with a crew member, and they have advantage going forward when acting on that knowledge. So, yeah. And uh, the other things you know about the planet, he, he would have been... 
pretty nasty ruler. He would sell uh, people from the planet to the, the slaver cartel. Yeah. The planet, technology-wise, is a mix. The high powerful had access to the higher-level technologies that you expect, but the lower level is very basic. So it's Tatooine. Okay. Yeah, what's the biome? It's mixed. At the capital right now, it's uh, dark and rainy as you touch down. Okay. You're uh, met there by uh, a group of uh, officials from the, the new regime. Fantastic. So I'll trum- trundle down the la- loading ramp, I guess, and say hi. Pleasure to meet you, Adjudicator. Hopefully we will be able to interact with the council more regularly in the future. I can't find the words right now, but uh, Fairfax says something similarly diplomatic. You know, looking forward to to uh, to establishing uh, <laughs> like a, a working relationship. Please conduct us to um, to the the person of interest or whatever we would say. Yes, of course. And the prisoner, uh, or you know, we would say, I don't know. Do we have a code word? I don't know. I don't think we have a code code word, right? <laughs> Show us the red leader. <laughs> <laughs> They'll lead you to some some ground cars, and I'll attempt to make small talk as we as we travel, right? So how are how is the new regime finding its its mission? You know, how are they settling into their mission uh, as caretakers of the planet and so forth? It's been difficult after so many years of, of Morbius' brutal regime to rule. Uh, fairly amongst all the disparate groups, but we are dedicated to making this a better world for all citizens. Is this like a planet where they have a, like a total like Star Wars mix of, of species? or They're all uh, the same species. They look mostly human, uh, except their, their uh, pupils are like a weird uh, silvery color and uh, their hair is like all pure white. So makeup said, okay, silver wigs, uh, white wigs, and silver contacts. Okay. Then we got to keep within budget. <laughs> Can't make everybody weird CGI creatures. <laughs> Pull up in front of a building, and uh, he was injured in some of the fighting, but the consensus of the doctors are that he is uh, fit for travel. Oh, very good. And they lead you up in the building into the. the room hospital bed with a person in it and looks like they're asleep and one goes all right morbius it's time for you to go to meet your meet justice goes over and shakes him and doesn't move and he's dead you know i'll I'll look to uh jules i'm like i'll nod to uh the former dictator or whatever i'm like you know would you check him out uh, I'll pull up my commute and, and at least verify. I didn't bring my scanner with me, so I don't have that. But I do have a commute, so I will verify at least through photometric. It is Morbius. If you're just comparing photographs or something, yeah, it's him. However, to be pop, absolutely sure, we probably need a genetic do a genetic test. Actually, I just pulled the sheets back. Any signs of a wound or? It's like a bandage on a uh, a previous wound that's mostly healed. Is he on some sort of uh, IV? Uh, yeah. We need to get a sample of that. I just grabbed the IV. We'll need to in, uh, analyze this to see if there's any poison in it. Did, did did our contact, like the 
person or persons who showed up? Do they have names or a name or a title? Your contact was the newly installed Justice Minister Umberto. Minister Umberto, this does not look very good for you. Have you been keeping a close eye monitoring uh, this man's condition? He was he was in fine health not an hour ago when you called from orbit. What matter of injury did he sustain that it was judged that he was fit for travel? I'm going to read Umberto, by the way. <laughs> How do we do that again? Is it scope it out? See, this is where we get in the uh, game not having all the moves you wanted to have. I see what you mean. I can see one question that would fit at least. Oh, you can do scope it out. And so keep keep talking. Sorry. He had some shrapnel injuries, injuries from the assault on his bunker, but they've been seen too. Are there any corresponding like injury marks or, or are we talking the kind of level of medicine where that would be? There are scars that you can see that they've been attended to, but well, let's do your scope out and we'll see how much you can figure out. First of all, who or what here is not what they seem? What'd you roll? Uh, Eleven. All right. So as you're examining the body, you notice a hairline uh, scarring around the scalp that's recent. Wave jewels over uh, and say, here, take a look at this. What do you make of this? Does it follow the contours of uh, the rest of his face? No, it's it's around the top of the, the head. It's healed, though, so it's an old scar. No, it's very fresh. It wasn't like somebody just took a scalpel and you know they used some sort of high-tech lasers thing. To... I look for some sort of tool other than uh, my uh, then I just reach and pull out my multi-tool, pop out the blade, and pry. Does the top of his head pop off? Top of his head pops off. <laughs> As I look inside, the brain's missing. Okay, uh, now seems to be a good time to ask, what should I be on the lookout for? (laughs) (laughs) The bomb! (laughs) You know that there are still loyalists, as he's mentioned, so there may have been some loyalists uh, involved in this. Okay, I guess the next obvious question is, what's my enemy's true position? (laughs) (laughs) And feel free to read this creatively, because obviously this is not the move for right, like reading people or situation necessarily, right? You don't get the idea that the people in the room are about to attack you or anything. I not here. <laughs> Looking at at the wound, is it? Uh, yes, whoever did this did it here. Minister Umberto, we uh, we need to talk with the attending physician and uh, and any medical personnel that attended this man. Now, yes, yes, of, of course, of course, and he shouts some orders to go get them assembled and. I'm just looking around. Does this place look like it's high-tech enough to actually have this level of surgery available in this hospital? Uh, not here. It's more like the public hospital. Yeah. Um, Jules, could you see if there are any hollow records or something uh, covering the building or operating theaters or en- entries, exits? I'm, I'm afraid we don't have those uh, facilities here. I just stare at him. So I'm, I'm going to look to Rogue, and I'll raise an eyebrow like input, but I don't ask for input. It's more like, uh, are you going to make yourself useful? Brazen <laughs> <laughs> and ballsy fact, but what are they going to do with it? Display it on the mantelpiece? No, it's probably in a, in a, cyber, in a cyber box. 
being kept alive until they can find a suitable donor or a artificial body to put it into. They're going to re-slay them. So they bring, uh, you know, we've uh, assembled the doctors. Um, unfortunately, uh, Dr. Solon is missing. When did he go missing? So he was here earlier today. Uh, who was the last physician to to attend uh, Morbius when Morbius was alive or still had his brain, as it were? Uh, probably Dr. Solon. All right. So let's talk to the security uh, person. I guess see this doctor's office. Yeah, you go do that. Perfect. Uh, two of us are going to that because yeah, I'm not. A, and I'm I'm not a people person. No flash, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> but you have the badge. Yes, I do. All right. So you guys are going where now? Doctor Solon's office. There's nobody in the office. Is there a computer? Sure. Some old Nortech computer. Windows Seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there actually a move for this? What are you trying to? What's your goal? My goal is actually is to see what is see what information is on his computer. I guess let's scope it out. Time, I will pretty much be ransacking, looking for other items that could be, give me some insight. Doctor Solon character, or would it be shared expertise? Expertise would be allow me to figure out what's on the computer. Sure. Oh, that's calculating. Partial success. One question then. Are there any files that are not pertaining to his role as a doctor on this computer? It looks like standard stuff, but you can detect that there have been a fair amount of data that has been wiped. So there used to be something on here that is not there anymore. There's a big gap in the file in the file storage. There used to be something on here. What have you found? What have I found and how do I find it out? What do you Thinking your goal is going to be here. What are you wanting to find out? To get insight into doctor's background or maybe his uh, mode of thought. Where would he go to ground? Try to anticipate what move he is doing. Going. Yeah, scope it out might work for that, I guess. And there was an advantage going forward from the downtime scene. Is that applicable? Yeah, you're still... I guess feeling better after your rest. <laughs> yep. Woo! And 11, so that's three questions. So, if I were him, where would be my best escape route way out? From the briefing you got on the situation here, you would guess that the southern part of the, the capital city is where those who benefited most from the previous regime live, and there might be some loyalists still hiding out there. So that's probably where his best uh, bet. I feel like about the extent that I could get that I probably couldn't get more specific on my enemy's true position. You want to ask that question? Yeah, let's ask that question. What is my enemy's true position? You turn over the trash can, because, you know, they always get stuff in the, the trash can. And in there, there's uh, a partially burned uh, piece of paper that has a partial address on it that would narrow down to a street, Lavetta Street. Who or what here could be a useful opportunity? Uh, what type of opportunity are you looking for? An opportunity to, uh, uh, this time I'm going to say, to really 
bring the crew off looking good, improve their reputation with the uh, Council of Adjudicators? Uh, well, probably if you can handle this and impress uh, the, the justice minister here, he's probably going to give glowing recommendation back to the, the council about how great you guys came in and handled this situation and they'd be grateful for your assistance. And well, They were excellent. I give them a gold star. Yeah. <laughs> would, would use again. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you doing while they were doing this, Fairfax? I'm, I'm just uh, confirming with the security guard that Solon, Dr. Solon, was the last person uh, in the room and whether or not he was carrying anything going in or out. He was the last one. You know, he had his medical equipment with him. You know, I'm wondering if the reason there isn't a, a straight-up read-a-person move is because some of them have migrated to the playbooks. So I, I, I can see that I have some moves that I can take later that have basically some read sitch and person stuff in it. Maybe the other playbooks have similar ones. I've noticed that too for mine as well. Okay, I'm going to take his, his information as fa at face value for now. I'll, I'll ask, uh, how does Dr. Solon uh, get to here? Uh, does he own a vehicle, a speeder, an air car? Is there a registration or, or like a, does he have a parking spot or are there records of his coming and going? I think he has a car. It wasn't uh, a regular at this hospital until we used it to take care of the, the first minister. Where was he from originally? He was an instructor at the, uh, the medical university. Hmm, maybe this is a better question for the justice minister. I'll just say thank you, and I'll, I'll look for my uh, companions, my crew. Anything? He wiped a good portion of his hard drive. However, Miss Priest found something, an address. Yeah, there are potentially still pockets of resistors in the southern part of the city. So we have a partial address. There may be a safe house on Levitt Street, and that may have been potentially the first stop on his uh, in his flight. Is Levitt or Lovetta or whatever it was, is that in that region? Uh, yes. Okay. Do you tell us about Solon being a university professor? Yeah, yeah. So I asked the the justice minister uh, why was uh, why was Solon chosen to uh, oversee or deal with this particular project? Uh, him being not a regular here at this hospital, well, and we, recently an instructor. We got the best medical practitioners that we could to make sure that he survived to face justice. Was the university founded by Morbius? Wasn't founded by him, but it was during his uh, control of the. The planet. I just look over at Fairfax. The individuals who make residence around this street, are they the same people who would be in his circles? Whose circles? Solon, Dr. Solon's circles. Possibly. Academics, doctors, influential people. It's certainly a, the higher echelons of society a, um, live in that area, yes. Are there any noteworthy worthy individuals who live on this particular street? Anyone who's been particularly vocal in, in opposing the new regime, perhaps? There have been few who have been outspoken. Most of the opposition to the regime has not been public. It's been in terrorist acts and uh, anonymous calls for a return to previous order. I see. Well, I think we have a job to do, gentlemen. 
and gentlemen. <laughs> I think we have a job to do. You know, I'm, I'm not going to say that. So we'll be in touch, and I'll, I'll head for the the exit. I'm look. I'm going to look for like a receptionist to just like quickly check in, like if anyone's seen soul on leave and if so in in a vehicle what kind of vehicle that kind of thing you get some general description of the the ground car that somebody says they he left in they brought you in a vehicle see if we can commandeer it yeah they'll, they'll supply you with the vehicle if you want one. let's go to um levitt street i, I was going to call it uh, culprit street but okay uh, they, they, here's the thing do we want to go there directly or or stop short and i can send him over to take a look I mean, sure, as a as a as a superficial scan kind of deal to aid in canvassing, but don't I mean, no invasive stuff. And certainly look for the the description of the ground car we were looking for, if possible. Uh, so I'm going to imagine that rover is probably what is rover? It's like the drone. It's a drone. Okay, okay. Remotely operated vehicle exploration robot rover. Okay. So I guess it flies. It's a small, portable drone with basic AI. So I'm going to send it over and scan the street. And then is it an apartment building or a, or a single, single occupancy d- dwelling? I assume yeah. there are many dwellings. Yeah. I'm going to discharge my holdout to use it and do the moves and see how well I can control it. Oh, I do very well. I get three holds on it I can use. Yes. Well, the first one is provide te- te- telemetry from its current location. So I'm going to have a fly and scan the street so I can see if that, if that vehicle's there or not. Okay. You know, do uh, sweep down that street. Um, you spot a couple that could match the description. What's the building? Because that's still all part of the same move. Is it, is it a uh, single occupancy? Is it a house or is it an apartment? There different buildings but they're both uh look like apartment condos Time to well any mini mini mo we go to one of them and leave the drone at the other location we just let it sit there and hover by the building and we'll go to the other building so yeah building two so go to the building and what's your your plan of attack here how how are the ground cars parked and do they have particular spots are they marked do they correspond with with the uh, condo units. Does one of them have a university parking sticker on it? This sounds like a good scope it out. You can say this is this is you using your drone to scope it out. I think that's a hold I'm using then. Partial success. One question. Wow. None of these are actually applied to the situation. I would go with what's my enemy true position, but uh, apply it to the vehicle. So then you see uh, on one of the vehicles, yeah, like the equivalent of like a... a a sticker for the uh, the university, something that designates that it, it can enter and park there. Which building is it in front of? Yeah, yeah. You, you've, you've got the car, you've got the building that, that it obviously is parked in. He's a smart person, therefore he thinks everyone else is dumb. He parked his car there. Well, let's enter and look for a, like a resident registry or some such, unless a, there's a reception or something, I don't know. It looks like maybe there was a reception, but there's nobody there. You know, there may have been some security here, but it's not there anymore. That's weird. I motion for uh, Miss Priest to go investigate and see if she can get into the receptionist cubicle. Yeah, we go over the desk and find that it's as you said, probably. And I go looking for the mailboxes. And if you're looking for the Dr. Salon, you don't find the Dr. Salon. This is a safe house on which you do not put real names and stuff. 
I, f- I find it really weird that there's no no one in the reception or anything. Um, so I'm going to scope that out. Okay, partial. Yeah, who or what here is not what they seem. Or I think a better op- option would be uh, who or what here could be a useful opportunity. That's what I want. As you're uh, looking around here, you notice um, odd uh, guff marks on the on the floor near the elevator. Obviously, something heavy had been moved. Hmm. It's like an old-timey elevator with buttons and stuff. It's a retro-futuristic. I see. Looking. <laughs> but there's no, like, uh, okay, scuff, scuffs in the floor, but there, there's no, like, smearing or, or scuffs or anything in, an, in or around the call button or something, right? Uh, no. What was that, Ted? Shall I take the stairs and check in front of the elevator on each floor? I don't think we should actually use the elevator because the mechanical noise louder. Let's, uh, I, po- I point out the scuff marks and I say, I say, okay, this is, um, I guess some of these wealthier people might have heavy luggage, but something tells me if you're, if you're moving a, a brain lab, that might be the most recent scuff, scuffing. I agree. So let's go, let's go upstairs and look for similar scuffs upstairs in, in other corridors. Yeah. Using the stairs to go up and just going floor by floor looking for any yep. other signs up. Okay, uh, if you're just and obviously if you run into somebody like, hey, uh, do you live here? Where's where's where has there been activity lately and stuff like that, right? Okay, and you're all going together, staying as a group. Yeah, be between the two of them because I'm the least combatty of the bunch, so I'll be in the middle. Start going up the stairs and you get up to the next floor. What are you looking for? Scuffs, similar scuffs, as if something being dragged or from the elevator or to some somewhere else. Okay. First floor, nothing. Second floor, Jules says he's in the middle. Who's first, who's last? I'm, I guess I'm first unless Rogue really, really wants to be the point person. Okay, then as you're going up the stairs and you're just opening the door on the second floor, Rogue, you suddenly, you hear footsteps behind you and a uh, guy with an assault rifle is firing at you. What do you do? Regret not going by myself under the tactical cloak. It's get down. It's get cover. Act quick. Okay. On a 12. Gracefully, swiftly do it. Where are you wanting to, to move to get out of the, the line of fire here? So where is this person in relation? Is he up the stairs or down the stairs? He's, he's down the stairs. He's coming up the stairs, and as soon as you guys could see each other, he shot at you. You can look at this like normal stairs where you know you have a, a flight up and then a turn and then another flight up and a turn, that sort of. So basically, he'd have to be just a few feet behind, really. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's kind of on the, the landing to the turn to the stairs you guys were just going up. Thinking about dropping down and getting behind, but there's, I don't know that. The topography here would permit that. I mean, you can jump over the railings to land uh, on the stairs behind him. Your your 12 is good enough for that. Let's say that is what I do. Yes. I flip over the railing in the rear of him. So be a little more forward moving and, and daring instead of ducking into the, or, you know, out of the stairway. Yeah, let Jules take that barrage of bullets. I just go go straight up firefight. A glorious myth. What charm does he do? Two. Okay, so I'm rattled. So you're going to take two harm, 
and get knocked back against the door, closing it between uh, you and uh, Fairfax, who is going into the second floor. Yeah, I'll take one heart and I'll take one stress. You hear me swear. First time you actually heard me swear like that. Then what are you going to be doing, Fairfax? You hear gunfire and the door shut behind you. Uh, I'm going to take a quick scope of the quick scan of the, the corridor I'm in uh, just to make sure no doors are opening or closing or there's nobody else there. And only if that's a reality, am I going to focus back on kicking that door open and, and <laughs> getting into whatever's going on in the in the stair. It opens outwards into the stairwell, right? Yeah, into Jules' body, which is slumped against it. So I'm still in the on the stairwell. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you, you don't see any immediate threats in the corridor here. I'm actually going to scope it out. I'm going to be <laughs> a bit of a bastard here. This ca- calculating. Oh, that's a miss. That's a glorious miss. You see uh, a door near the other end of the hall is starting to open. You see some glint of metal, you think? Could be a weapon. What do you do? I think I'm going to keep my cool and try to close. <laughs> I mean, there are two of them down there, uh, so I mean, I'm sure they can handle it. They're both armed. I see, I see the glint, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna ignore it in my my mind. Uh, I'm probably on slug a little still, so I'm gonna attempt to close and stick to my gun, steal myself for whatever's gonna happen, and and go for the door. Charging towards the door. Okay, so then back down in the stairwell, uh, rogue. It's fun times as I get out my nano nano blade. So that's what you bought. Okay. Three harms, skirmish, silence, specialist gear. It's base for my playbook. All right, then that sounds like a firefight. Trying to stab him in the back and I get a six. <laughs> Excellent. On the stairs here, you go swinging at him as he steps back. Your nano blade goes right through the railing that you are uh, grabbing to pull yourself forward into this this lunge and it breaks free and you tumble down another flight of stairs and uh, take one harm and you're you're down the stairs i'm back out of range right now i'll just go shoot him again partial hey i may i can do some harm to him so i'll do what's my pistol do one harm Discharge my weapon, so I'll hit the discharge tag, and I just empty the clip into him. What, you're still slumped against the door, just shooting? Yeah. Yeah, exchange harm, choose one, so you're going to discharge for two harm. Okay. He returns fire at you for two harm, and he falls back, slumps down, leaving a smear of blood against the, the back wall there. So I'll take another stress and another harm, so I'm rattled now. Fairfax, what are you doing as you're charging the door here? You mean besides whipping out my sonic shotgun? I'm just closing, trying to get to the door, open it up, and wrestle whatever is in front of me. You run, get to the door, and it it looks like an elderly woman with her cane. Oh, Drax, sorry. <laughs> I could probably, like, I'd probably like, kick the door open or something, right? Yeah, she's pointing a, a shotgun in her face, and she goes, ah, and drops her cane and falls over. <laughs> <laughs> look good on your record. I'm gonna s- s- quickly like p- replace the shotgun at the back, uh, you know, the 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 mag hard point or whatever, and uh, I'm gonna go to help her. Like, I'm ma- madam, I'm sorry, I'm terribly sorry. 
you have to stay indoors. There's a shootout in the in the in the or the, I say th- I say like there's there's weapons fire in the in the complex. I'm gonna help her up and get into a chair or something if I can. So while you've helping up the old lady, what are you two? Uh, what's Rogue doing? If you pick yourself up, what's he got on him? Does he have some kind of communications device or anything? Yeah, you find uh, some sort of communication device in one of his pockets. Are we in a situation where I can do a recover move at this point, or...? Yeah, if you're not going to do anything else. We'll do that then. So i got to do a stalwart. So I'm basically trying to click my wits at this point. <laughs> Did not work. Okay. You tried handling this communication type to Jules, and he's like, oh, he's too shattered to, to pay attention to you. And it's time to strap it on and listen in. I'm taking the, taking the thing from Born Identity. If there are other people talking on the channel, I'm going to listen in on what they say. Uh, it is right now silent. It might kick on sometime later, but I'm not going to go announcing that I'm on the channel. And I stand up and like lean against the wall and going, Jesus. Fairfax, open the door and run in and Fairfax and run down the hallway. I guess I'm, I'm backing out of the old woman's apartment. Like, I'm terribly sorry about this. And I'm, I'm like <laughs> closing the door. Rogue, you just hear like a click click on the communicator. Means something. <laughs> Out of character, I know it means something. I'm sure that in character, I would be better at realizing the significance of that. I mean, depending on how you approach it, you could always, you know, stare unblinking into the abyss. <laughs> you could you could use the into the abyss move, I guess, if if you're so inclined. If the fiction works for that, if it's similar, if it's similar to opening your brain, I'm not sure what the the fictional parameters are. It's very loose, so you need to provide me the fictional. Why you think uh, this would help? I mean, does this evoke like some memory or something? Well, fictionally, I I I'm a former spook. You know, I used to be uh, one of these. I don't want to say murder for hire, but Murder for my evil, oppressive government, sort of a thing. Guys with tradecraft, re- real guys with real trigger time, real tradecraft. <laughs> yes. So you were low. I was, you know, undercover and expected to get into places and do things to places and to people and covering my tracks to a certain extent. Signals and tell would be a hard or, or a bitty large part of that. Okay. Like. Maybe share expertise the way you're describing it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's roll us a calculating. Yay, 11. That's your question. If the dude we just shot was still alive, how would he answer that signal? You get the idea that there was gunfire. The fire gunfire stop is probably asking him to check in like with an all clear or something. Terrible. Yeah. Assault rifle, and I'm gonna let off some shots, and I'm gonna do click, 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 click. I'm gonna do a distress and pin down, sort of rapid clicking on the thing. Okay, it's not like you're trying to manipulate someone. What exactly you're trying to get them to do? Just you want them to come to this person's aid? Is that your idea? Yes. I would like to get his back up into a vulnerable position. Okay. That sounds like a manipulate. Yeah. Ooh. Twelve. Twelve. You uh, get a quick um, coming east stairwell. 
you would guys would have just come up the west. So what? It's the opposite end of the uh, building, then. Yeah. Go grab Fairfax and say we got a we got a ambush. What happened? We were attacked. We killed him. His compatriots are coming up the east stairwell. All right. Stopping the expelled magazine from my from my pistol and trying to fumble for the other magazine. Since you've just charged, that means it's your clip. You only had one clip. I can do a, a successful recover move. I can reload it or whatever, you know. If you failed your recover yeah. move, you forgot to load up that extra clip. You didn't think you were going to need it. And I set up and activate my tactical vibe. Wave uh, um, jewels back into the old lady's apartment. So I'm in there with the old lady looking at her. Heavy tea? I'm also in the apartment behind, just behind the door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listening, you know, waiting for somebody to you know, sneak into the hallway or something. Where are you, Rogue? They're both staying in the old lady's apartment. I'm going to go flat against the wall on the other side of the, of the hallway and have my cloak on. Okay, remind me exactly what that does for you. Okay, the tactical cloak. It's only listed in my playbook. It, yeah, roll act quick at advantage to lose your pursuers or move a short distance undetected. Oh. So uh, I think for what you're doing is probably more of a keep your cool to try to hide their undetected uh, look like the wall. Basically. Not be noticed. I'll let you try that with keep cool. So I'm rolling stalwart. Yeah. And you get the advantage, I guess, because the cloak. Very good. Ten. It may not survive close inspection, but you'll at least have him at a disadvantage initially. So you're hiding there. The door to the stairwell quickly opens, and another guy with the assault rifle pops out, looking down the hall for targets and running to the other end. What do you do? Step out and I nanoblade him. That sounds like uh, you can have an alpha strike for that one. Is that going to be a normal calculating? Yes. Partial. Choose one. It's going to be deal your weapons harm. Okay. So you're going to... That does three, right? Yes. Yeah, that's going to take him out. Describe that to us. Step out and all of a sudden his feet come out from under him as... The upper part of his body stops. In goes the blade into his back. He spasms and drops the assault rifle. And then I let the body down slowly. All right. What do you guys do next? Okay. They're downstairs? What's downstairs? It's a basement. I look at the old lady. Does this place have a basement? I think so. I don't go down there. Are you part of the war? I thought that was over. War's never over. It's just it's just running for the next one. What's on the rifleman that came up the stairs? I assume up the stairs. I have no idea if he came up or down. Similar to the other guy, you know, he had a communication device and the, the rifle. Uh, are they dressed casual? Are they dressed in any particular fashion? Do they have anything else on them? They seem to be dressed casual, yeah. He came from downstairs. He could have been posted, but if you suspect that they may be downstairs, let's check out the basement. Well, if they're working with any cybernetic equipment, they're going to need access to the mains. This is a state-of-the-art building, right? They wouldn't have any real problem with power, right? No. 
All right. I'm feeling too, I'm feeling a little conflicted, but I, I don't let it show. Uh, and I just, okay, basement. I point to the communicator and say, we can try flushing them out. Tell it, let them know we're coming and see what they do. I think that'll work twice. I ask, uh, rogue. I shake my head now. They're going to get suspicious if nobody reports in. So let's go. Yeah. I'm back in the middle again with the assault rifle right behind Fairfax. Does the stairwell go all the way down to the basement? Yeah. Well, let's go down the east and keep an eye out and maybe maybe have um, Rogue do point being sneakiest. Yes. And I'm going to I'm going to hustle these people so that we do it quickly. <laughs> like we're not going to stop at every corner and like check both ways. Now I'm like, OK, we got to do something quickly. So it means you're behind everyone then. So you're leading yes. from behind. OK. Like a true leader. Gun in your back. <laughs> Move. <laughs> yeah, my real title is commissar. <laughs> All right. You guys go quickly down the, the stairs. Rogue and opening the door to the basement. I love how the first part of that was cut off, so all I heard was <laughs> You hear the hiss of the hydraulic uh, <laughs> on the on the door as Rogue opens it. You see an open area with like say storage cages and stuff. Uh you can see a couple other doors to rooms down here and Across the other side of the basement area, you can see the door to the other stairwell. Does the elevator come down here? Uh, yes. There's also the elevator, which is next to the stairwell on the other side. Scuff marks? You're going to go over to the other side then? Yeah, yeah. Rifle and ready. I'm, I'm going with him. I also want to check out these uh, cages. Okay. About the time you two are walking by the door to one of these rooms... It suddenly comes flying towards you like an explosion. What do you do? Oh, uh, <laughs> moving out of the way. Yep. Push the scientist in front of me and throw myself flat. <laughs> A slick move, act quick, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm at disadvantage because I'm rattled. I miss spectacularly. Oh, this is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so, door flies out, smacks into you two. Both take one harm. You're knocked over. The weapons that were in your hands go flying as you hit the ground. Stepping out of the, the shattered doorway is a strange monstrosity combination between like some sort of insectoid exoskeleton combined with some sort of cybernetics. Sure, like that guy from Ghost, the Ghost of the Shell movie who had the big claw and all that ridiculous cybernetics. Yeah. He didn't have to spend 30 years building a right for... Well, he'd been planning this before. Oh, sure. Of course. So what do you do then, Rogue, as this monster steps out from the shattered door frame, menacing your two fallen companions? I would like to alpha strike if that's possible. I think this is firefight because you were not pose for an ambush. They knew there were enemies here, and you were not positioned hiding yourself for an ambush, so you can do firefight. Okay. As I could tell, I was still some distance off, so I'm probably with the other assault rifle. It would be disadvantageous to uh, to go shotgun right at this moment. I'm not quite close enough quarters for that. Partial. So you were shooting with what? The second assault rifle from, because uh, Jules picked up the first one. 
That's a two harm. You notice some of your shots bouncing off his hardened exoskeleton. And he is aiming at arm at you with some sort of uh, strange cybernetic device. That's not going to be good. Take evasive evasive action and suffer minus one. As he shoots these uh, energy blasts at you, you will then take two harm with the minus one. So that's one harm? No, it would have been three. Okay, so I am now at just a scratch and two stress. You two under the door, what do you do? I see the, the cybernetic monstrosity, and it's like, oh, I know how those things work. Trouble is it's getting close up to him so I can try to disable him. You're as close as you're going to get. I think that, that'd be act quick to maneuver yourself close to him. Yeah, my worst my worst ability is slick. Push out from under the door, and, I'm, and it is rattled. It's ongoing. Yep, so I'm still rattled. So, yes, <laughs> I'm going to try to get close to him. He grabs you in the cybernetic claw. It'll take one harm, and you're also trapped by the, the claw, which could continue to crush you. I'll just take that as stress. Okay, what are you doing there, uh, Fairfax? Unholster my pistol and engage. That would be volatile. Poor shoal. So exchange harm and choose one. Uh, minus one. Ping, ping, ping. Energy. <laughs> Energy, totally a blaster. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just ping. <laughs> but yet there are like sparks as the energy hits the... Absolutely. The exoskeleton there as it cracks a little. He stomps down as you're still partially underneath the door, crushing your legs for uh, two harm. I think I'm going to mark two stress and say he's not actually crushing my legs. He just barely cr- crushed my legs. Sure. And I, I'm, they were probably pinched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It was not comfortable. No. And I'm going to pick you are able to disengage and take a moment to recover. So I like squirrel out from under the door and roll up and dash for like behind some one of the storage cages. And that's a move. So you get to do a cover move. Should I do it right away? Yeah. That is stalwart. Oh. oh that is a full success. Choose two. Okay. I guess shrug it off is an obvious option. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to take away the just a scratch. And could I say that I snagged the shotgun on the way to the cover as part of ready a move weapon or piece of gear that has been discharged? Or is it? Yeah, that, no, okay. that right. seems fictionally appropriate. Cool. What are you doing, Rogue? See a move for just disengage. So can I just get into cover and do a recover? I'd say I'd act quick to jump under cover. Oh. All right. So as you're heading to cover, you're going to take another three harm from his blast as you happen to step right in front of one. And then you can fall back behind uh, one of those uh, storage bins. Stress track is now four and I'm rattled, but I've still gotten behind the bin. Yes. Am I able to do a stalwart roll now to try to recover from that? Uh, yeah. I'll let you do that. Very good. Eleven. By the way, that filled my advance track. So, I need to choose two, and one of those has to be shrugged off to remove the I'm rattled. And then I can ready a move weapon 
piece of gear that has been discharged, I can either ready my tactical cloak, or I don't know how fictionally, how well this is going to work fictionally, get the sniper rifle out. (laughs) (laughs) Because it is conspicuous, and if I've been running around this whole time and it hasn't... Yeah, you guys keeping track of gear and all that, how much you're carrying... Uh, I would definitely have a gear slot occupied by the assault rifle and a gear slot occupied by the... But if you pick up an assault rifle, does it count toward your gear total? If it isn't a readied item, they, they, you know, because you're supposed to take these off as you as you go. Yeah, yeah. I figured it, I have, you have the three open gear slots, and as you get or pick up stuff... That it starts okay. occupying okay. this. Yeah, so trying to avoid the D and D. I've got yeah. the bag of holding with all yes. the magic I, items in it. So two of two of my three slots are filled right now. I I don't know if the tactical cloak occupies a gear slot or if it's just something that is on me. I think if it's a gear, and then you need a gear slot for it. Okay, so I've filled my slots. Then my other selection will be to. Remove the discharge on the tactical plug. Okay. Quickly swapping out batteries. Yeah. Jewels. Arms pinned or arms free? Oh, uh, one pinned, one free. And he's crushing you. What do you do? This is like someone threw this together. So are there, are there like hydraulic lines running around? Roll a share expertise. All right. Now I'm going to be at disadvantage because I'm still rattled. Being crushed by a cyber cyber bug, yeah. Six? Nope, nope, nope. You're sure that if you just hit it hard enough on this one cable, it will disable it. You're you're certain of that. And as you do that, it just tightens more. Another two harm. I can take one more stress. Yay! And you hear bones cracking. I have now hurt bad. I am hurt bad. Yay! My calamity track is full, so I get to mark off a calamity. You hear the resident uh, amplified voice echoes through the, the basement. Kneel before me now, and I will spare you and your companion. No takers? You don't really sound like the guy who would actually spare anybody. I am Morbius. Lord of all. <laughs> no, I, I think I just shout to your names, priest, rogue. What's what's a thing that we did in the bar to indicate like I'm setting you up for something? Like maybe maybe I set you up for go to go uh, hit on somebody or to uh, to get an up a, a leg up at, at a game of cards or something. Like what what was a, a thing we we said? Whatever it is, I'm saying that. <laughs> so I'm telling you, I'm setting you up, right? But it it wouldn't be obvious to to Mister insectoid crushing dictator there 22 okay <laughs> so that's what i i shout and then i'm gonna do a lean on me ignoring his his offer and i'm gonna distract him by firing with the shotgun um you know at various joints or something so rogue can get into a, a position to do something nasty roll yes stalwart then oh full choose two uh, I'll do advantage and my support brings some relief because I'm, re- I'm making you remember the, the good times we had, right? So I'm, that means I'm, uh, exposing myself to danger or complication. So I'm off to three stress. So you 
shoot at it and he fires back with his blaster and that storage container you were hiding behind gets blasted away into shrapnel. <laughs> so what do you do, Rogue? At this critical juncture, I could sneak into the apartment and steal something really important. <laughs> well, it's not an apartment. It's pro- yeah, yeah, not an apartment. It's a it's an underground lair, probably full of wonderful mad scientist stuff. But you know, I can't let you guys down. So it is discharge tactical cloak and shank with a nanoblade time. There's more with it. I could tell you exactly where his brain box is. We're here to steal this brain. <laughs> no need to damage that piece of the merchandise. So I think that's an act quick with your tactical cloak to get into position. Have advantage going forward. Ooh. All right. So that means uh, full success. You're you're graceful. Do it quickly. So you got in a position to do your alpha strike if you want. Here we go. Twelve on my calculating. Yikes. Choose two. First one has to be disarm or disable, and I would like to go to the disable. Like disabling the arm that is crushing your friend? More in my mind, I was thinking about disabling the whole construct, but if that's not going to be dis- be possible. He's not a mook, so. So I will be going for a disarm, and you say Jules is probably in the worst position. I'm badly hurt, yes. Yes, I'm I'm cutting off his crushing arm. We're just that. So that's one choice. And I am dealing my weapon's harm. Your nano blade snicker snacks the the <laughs> arm, and uh, it and Jules fall to the ground. Ah! And he uh, feels a slightly electronic roar of rage at you. He attempts to bash you. With his other arm. That's time for a graceful duck and sweep. <laughs> Act quick to avoid getting smacked. And I am at nine with partial success. Disadvantage, you leave something behind or take a stress. I am pushed to my to my limits with the effort and suffer one stress. So I am back to four stress. So arm swings, you duck under it, and he like knocks over a pipe that was uh, running up into the ceiling and there's burst of uh, steam. What are you doing, Fairfax? Well, that since that move is over, I am going to dash in and pull Jules out of the way so he's not stepped on or swatted or something. Um, I'm probably going to pull him into one of the stairwells. That's probably not quick, I think. Partial. Can we pencil in uh, like a little, like uh, you suffer a complication, consequence, harm, or blah? <laughs> I'm not too keen on leaving something behind, and I'm, I don't want to have disadvantage or suffer stress. It would be much more interesting if there was a complication not on the list here. But if, if you want me to pick from one of these three, I will. Okay, so you were looking to pull him into cover. Yes. The closest thing is through the, the shattered doorway into the room there and as you you pull him in there you're confronted by dr solon who then swings like a bone saw at you it's just not my day (laughs) it's worrying and he's coming out at you with it i'm gonna have to let go of 
my doctor, my professor, <laughs> my expert. You've gotten him into cover. Okay. At least. So you, you did accomplish that, but this is the, this is the complication. I'm going to attempt to face him one-on-one uh, -on -one if I have the time. I think it's, it has to be an act quick or take harm. Do another act quick. Oh, XP. Sweet, sweet XP. You have uh, jewels half laying on you mm -hmm. as you try to get out of the way. This thing grinds into your, your shoulder for a harm. Okay. I'll take a scratch. We need to get body armor. I do. I just haven't found it useful yet. <laughs> okay, Jules, what do you do? I go shark's expertise about the best place to, to stick him, to take, it, to take him out, to turn him off. Calculating a disadvantage. All right. Partial. Hey! Considering the haphazard way this bot person was put together by, by this fellow, does he have the equivalent of a uh, off switch? If you can uh, remove... Or the plating on the back, you'd have access to probably the power distribution. That's why I yell out to uh, Miss Priest, pop his back plate off, and you can re you just simply cut through the wires, you'll kill his power. So you get an advantage when you try to do that. Well, that sounds like a better move than staring into the abyss, trying to do some kind of psychic combat with this guy. So what are you doing? The smashing swing which had me go down my back and spin around as he uh, breaks this pipe. And so I am trying to, in that motion, translate it into uh, go between the legs and come up and sort of acrobatically be able to get in the position to get to the back. That sounds like act quick to get into position. Ooh, ten. Quickly able to maneuver over there. Fairfax, what are you doing? Menaced by a mad doctor with the whirling bone saw. I'm I'm probably gonna want to keep him alive. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna, you know, use the shotgun since it's long to sort of fend off the the bone saw. I'm gonna I'm gonna draw my pistol in close quarters and do see if I can plug him. Okay. Firefight. What you're good at. Well, we'll see. Ah. See? Eleven. Anyone could have rolled an eleven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so exchange harm minus one unless I do discharge, which I'm probably going to do since I get to choose three. So, two harm. Are you going to reduce I'm going to take evasive action as well since I'm, I'm say, I, I said I was using the shotgun to fend him off, right? So You knock the, the bone saw out of his hand and blast him and he goes down. Okay, stun. Stun. Yeah. <laughs> he still goes down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I take a moment to disengage and recover since I get to choose. To ah, okay. I'm out of direct danger. I'm going to try a recover roll. Okay. Uh, disadvantage. Nope. As you're hiding behind the wall, boom, the, his big blaster goes off. <laughs> Sending shards of a wall all around you. You take uh, one harm. I'll make that stress. Okay, rogue. Positioned yourself. Hit this power distribution dealy bob that he was talking about. So we're attacking this rear panel and cutting stuff up. That sounds firefight, and I think you get advantage since you have the, the knowledge here and the positioning. Yes. Partial. 
Renine. Is this power distribution thing going to disable his body? Yes. So, I get that panel open and start to splitting filaments and interrupting electron pathways and, at the very least, paralyzing the uh, transmission to his body. Don't cut too much, otherwise you'll cut, cut with keeping his brain alive. So, yeah, I uh, paralyze his robot body. It falls forward onto its face there as the sparks erupt from its back from your uh, nanoblades damage. It's time for me to steal something very important. <laughs> hey, there's a brain you can steal. How how dark is this room? Given all the gunfire and stuff has damaged uh, electrical and light, there's pools of darkness and you know, there's probably like a light swinging around so areas are lit and dark and lit and dark. So I'm thinking, I'm hot, I'm sweaty, I've been rolling around, pulling people around, there's been an insectoid crazy creature in the other room, and I just fended off a crazy person with like a crazy saw, and I'm underground in the half dark, right? I'm thinking I'm having some real potential flashbacks to Shiol, the mining crap. So, and I don't know if you, we want to have that figure into things in a in a mechanical uh, thing but he's he's definitely not uh you know he's more rattled than professional right now no we'll see how how things go whether that yeah translate to mechanical or not jules and uh fairfax are certainly seem to be just catching their breath right now rogue what are you doing you're looking for stuff to steal (laughs) yeah let's find that brain box first but also do keep an eye out for Something else that could be really cool to put up on my wall of, as a memento of my momentous deeds today. There's some really advanced medical equipment in the in the other room. Nice portable stuff. Well, let's see. Someone's probably going to need this. Put it back in the box. And that one probably doesn't actually need that one. It's make a great decoration the way the light looks. But yeah, I'm a... Uh, Looking for the box, pocketing a couple small pieces of equipment that I can either hand over to Solon when we make him stuff, or if he doesn't need it, I can uh, put it on the mantelpiece. It'd be great to put the brain on the mantelpiece, too, but... <laughs> I'd take him to justice. Right. Um, I'm Fairfax is, like, wiping his, his scorched, sun-scorched forehead, and he's like, we should call in, uh, get get the... Uh, regime authorities uh, here to help pick up the pieces. Uh, uh, tell them there might be more. We don't know. There might be more hostiles who come in with um, cavalry. Uh, somebody, you, Jules. Uh, get the mother. Uh, not Jules. Ah, uh, oh, hell, I'll do it. All right. So the locals show up and uh, get the situation under control. How do you guys want to handle this then? Uh, I think we'll explain the situation. I'll try to be uh, somewhat diplomatic with the justice minister, uh, Umberto. Like, uh, we don't need to go into detail about um, any of this if you don't want to. Uh, Everything worked out all right in the end, after all. I guess he won't actually be able to bring him to face justice, or I guess you could take that thing if he's still alive. It should be sufficient. We could take his doctor, hand them both over to the council. I think perhaps the doctor can be tried and, and 
You want him to stay local? Yeah. Okay. You will have an example to someone you can make an example of here, and we will take the uh, the brain. <laughs> that sounds acceptable to my government. Excellent. Thank you for your cooperation, Justice Minister. Thank you for reapprehending this criminal. If you would uh, be so kind as to uh, put in a good word with my superiors, if they check in, I would be most appreciative. Certainly. Thank you. And when you roll, we'll see how good a word you put in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Move to Cliffhanger to sort out all your, see how much XP everybody got and what clam they might want to choose if they got that far. So I did use one of my hooks, and it did affect that. Well, if the table agrees that at least one of the player's hooks impacted the events or the character, that's different from getting an XP because of the roll. So I will become obsessed with a mystery to the exclusion of any danger around me, and that went in and was at a disadvantage when I was given the you know when I was given the briefing to Fairfax. If you guys don't think that's worth it, that seems a stretch. It needs more than just affect one role. I'll, I'll go with just that. Give me a few more seconds. I can I can get this piece of information. We gotta go now. Yeah, yeah that would that kind of thing. I, I would think would be more. I'll agree with that. Anybody else? So Rogue knows about my vice, and she better keep quiet about it. Uh, came up, but I don't think it did it impact events. I wouldn't say so. I get the shakes to go too long without slog. I shot up, so that was that was not a thing. We didn't have any particular consequences. And the slaving cartel has terrorized the sector for too long. I'll bring them all down. We were off on a different thing today, so I don't think any of mine applied per se. Going down my list, I'm suspicious of everyone. I can't let a secret stay unknown. I didn't do the James Holden thing and say, I'm going to go tell the press about everything that happened with Morbius and Soul. So, <laughs> no to that one. Jules Past paints a target on our back. We got a target on our back for a totally different reason, so that doesn't work. I'm addicted to adrenaline. I take risks just for the thrill of it. Fighting hand-to-hand with this robot and Jumping over the stairs to get to the, get around the other guy. I didn't need to call up the ambush of the second assault rifle guy, but do it anyway. Lure him out, get rid of both of them. You you scratch your adrenaline niche there, I'd say. What do you say, Will? Maybe I'm stingy-minded, but what's the second part of that hook again? I take risks just for the thrill of that. I don't know if I would agree if it was just for the thrill of it. I think everything you did had a purpose. Had a purpose. Okay. Yeah. And we may have to revise that hook if that's going to be if this is going to be the way we play, then we may want to revise that hook. In because way. you are right that I do seem to be thinking things through. Even this session, I was thinking yeah. things through, and that may be my difficulty. I don't know. I mean, we we brought up that you that that's your the past you. Maybe you you are a different person now. Might be. Well, that's the next thing is that you can remove any hooks if you feel they are no longer relevant and write new hooks inspired by the recent events in the game or their original hook list from the character creation. I think I'm gonna give this one more chance. I'm gonna leave my hooks the same for one more session. All right. Did we complete a mission or a contract? I yeah. say so. Yeah. Did we learn something new and important about the universe? It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's not new. 
you can uh, make uh, weird constructs by by transplanting brains into cyber insect bodies. Given the amount of mods and cyber that I see in the in the gear list, full resleeving may not enough, that it may be a thing in this universe. Oh, but I think this is important because anyone can now be resleeved, right? Yeah, that does sound like it would be kind of a big. Because that could mean anyone we meet could be a resleeved person, right? <laughs> that would that would like redefine the entire universe. So yes, this is probably something. It's in its infancy, and so on would have been one of the great pioneers of it. Yeah, you don't admire his greatness. I mean, he could have stolen the technology from somewhere else, or somebody else might have a similar thing. Could be. Yeah. Next thing you know, half the adjudicators are, are plants. <laughs> That would be awful. <laughs> Did we make a new enemy or thwart an existing enemy? Depends if Solon gets uh, gets time or not. I mean, we thwarted, for now, we thwarted um, uh, Morbius. Yeah, he wasn't an existing enemy, though. You, oh, you mean like an established enemy for yeah. uh, against us specifically? Yeah. That, that, that stuff was just uh, completing your mission stuff. I saw that a no, personally. No, no, in that case, no. Uh, was there a mom- big moment that hinged on a crucial role? Man, there were a lot of crucial roles towards the end. Yeah, me yeah, me pointing out how you can disable him, because otherwise you'd have to just keep on slugging away at a... How, many, how much harm could he have taken? How much damage could he have done to him before he went down? Uh, you guys were actually real close to taking him out. Don't tell us that. It's much more interesting if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Only another... 10, 15 harm, real close. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe the saving um, uh, jewels from being almost certainly tempted or crushed, sorry. Saving jewels from almost certainly crushing. Well, if you, I guess if you guys feel that, then there's another XP. If, if we want to define it as like, okay, a bigger deal, uh, like if we hadn't fixed something, then, you know, uh, the whole block would have gone up in smokes. If that's the definition of like a big moment, then I'd say no. How how do the rest of you feel? At that point, he I were taking like three more three more stress, or I would have been basically dead. If if Dark's cool with it, okay, I'll go along with it. Next P for that then. Okay, so then there's the mark for your ship ship maintenance getting ticked. Hey, we're halfway through. We need to get the thing get some maintenance done, so we best do a good roll on that for our rewards. Uh, mission complete is what you do first, right? You don't automatically get to do Big Spender. 2d6. All right, I'll do that. 11. Well, minus, or what is our rank? Minus one, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so I will say same result. Okay. You're commended for your service. Choose three. Ha ha. Well, it's one each. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the technical sort, so I'm, I'll choose bring your ship in for service. Yeah, I guess I'm going to pick salary, so so we all get to make a hey, big spender thing. We set the maintenance views, and we've collected salary. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to increase the duty track. Okay. We got one tick on the duty track. Yay. Let me roll 2d6 and see what we get on big spender. Eight. Oh, I can choose two. Yeah, first, basic care, and then me time. So I clear my, my wound, my, my harm track. And I finish working on my the the project on on the uh, core. Basically, hook yourself up in the autodoc, and then we don't see you. Quite <laughs> 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 enough of people. 
And which calamity did you choose then? I could either stay with the one I chose, which was you find yourself in a situation, or I could be disabled. I have a in- major injury. What sounds fun to you? You know what? I'm going to check. Your background is eclectic. Take your other background move. Now I'm both academic and technician. So you had a epiphany that you needed to understand the cybernetics better to disable it in the field there. Yeah. And nobody else got the calamity. Nope. I was one short. So I'm going to clear the stress track on the R&R and uh, ponder what I'm going to spend the other one on. Possibly basic gear. Okay. So just uh, general feedback on what worked, what didn't work. Uh, yeah, good. I was a little surprised that we were doing city, running around, finding people. But eh, if it felt slightly outside of the, the space opera. But then again, it's we're jumping between different planets and so forth. So there's bound to be variety. To, uh, it felt a little too like late 1990s. Like, wh- why? What? Windows 7? What? <laughs> uh, but yeah, minor, minor issue. Not a, not much of a thing. And I'll, I think maybe we should think about how to incorporate my move, uh, the bounty hunting move. Maybe if there isn't like an immediate assignment, then there's like, uh, oh yeah, there are things that need to be done, but uh, there's no, you know, like you're going to have to do it yourself, right? So if you'd wanted to do that move when you got on the planet here, you could have done that. Oh, yeah. It seemed like it was going to be detracting from uh, the mission. Seemed like an Im- improper kind of situation. But yeah, I pondered doing it before we left the station. Like, uh, you know, he's half drugged out, drunk. And then he's like, oh, yeah, let's go look at the <laughs> the bulletin board. <laughs> we can do it that way and have the missions spawn off what comes out of that as well sure sure so some of my moves feed into that so i'm going to be less interested in taking those moves going forward if i don't if we were not doing that so like i said it's always you can even if you have another mission you can do that and then like if you make the role you can do the hold and say oh wait this guy has a bounty on him okay you know you can make some declarations on stuff then you can make a declaration like, oh, this guy is a known associate that has a bounty on him. Let's go talk to him. All right. So there there are options there to incorporate. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, I'll ponder this. I'll also need to keep my eyes out more or find some way in the game to pursue more opportunities to do the things that I am famous for. You know, breaking into places and, and mm. stealing things or doing that sort of uh, sneaky stuff. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll announce my uh, advance band next time. It's going to take me some time to think about that. Thank you for today. Thank you. You folks have have a good week. You, you too. too. Take care of yourselves. See you. Uh, um, Jesus. Uh, not Jesus. Uh, your name's Priest Rogue. Space Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.